Mind Yoga 101 with Nalini Om. Unlock your inner potential. Join us for an enlightening chat with Temple Yoga Club's founder, Nalini Om. We'll dive into the power of mind yoga, bridging science and spirituality, and how it can enhance your life. Nalini simplifies these ideas, making them accessible to all. Discover the mind's mysteries, meditation's magic, and practical tips for daily life. It's not just an interview, it's a journey of self discovery, and growth. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. Let me share with you a little bit more about the guests that we have here today. Nalini is a seasoned biology professor and certified yoga instructor with over 15 years of experience in academia and yoga. She has taught at top institutions worldwide using storytelling to simplify complex yoga philosophies. Nalini integrates her biology knowledge into her yoga teachings, demonstrating her commitment to holistic well-being. I am so pleased to help welcome to the stage, Miss Nalini Hong. Welcome. Thank you for having me, April. That was a wonderful introduction. Feeling so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's it's lovely to have you. And a very short biography reading that was Nalini and you have done so much more. And yes, of course, we absolutely should feel pride for the accomplishments that we create in life and the continued works that we bring to the world, which you certainly are doing. So outside of that mini biography, can you share a little bit more with us so we can learn about you? More about me, uh, the way uh, you know, this yoga journey started, I would like to share about that. Uh, now my daughter is uh, 22, when she was days old, not even 20 days old, she was I think three days old. At that time, what I noticed is that uh, I'm not able to cope up with the kind of demand um, new mother is uh, required to perform. And then uh, suddenly after a week, I noticed that I had excruciating pain uh, at the place exactly where um, there is a C-section surgery. And I was surprised uh, what is happening. I thought it will go away uh, in a few hours after I eat and probably uh, rest for some time. But then that uh, exponentially increased and I couldn't even uh, sit and take care of my little baby. And that is when I noticed that I needed to go get some medical help. But then doctors couldn't do any tests on me because um, I was nursing my baby and uh, she was on me. So that is when I, I noticed that I needed to go doctors and go to doctors and I get some help. But they couldn't help. 
that is when I had to tap into my inner potential and uh, say that there is something that must be there to keep me alive because this pain is absolutely killing me. And uh, after a few days, um, I got some help, medical help. And then after a few months, I noticed that this is not going away. The pain won't go away at all. And I needed to find a solution. I needed to find a solution which would help me come out of this pain and live a happy, fulfilling life that I have dreamed for myself. And uh, that is how my mind yoga journey started. And here I am today, after 15 years of learning about mind yoga, yoga for the mind, and uh, the journey has uh, got me to this place wherein I'm, uh, I want to, I want to help someone who is in a similar state or want to do better in life, in all aspects of life. Nalini, that's such a, a fun way, a fun term to, to bring about mind yoga. And it's, it's certainly an incredible place to start right? When we realize that so much of our pain is tied to our thoughts, which is tied to emotion. And so when we start diving into that and researching that and learning that and then knowing it, we can start to make certain changes and starting with our thoughts. And not only that, but it's a continuous work. It's a continuous habit, right? Bringing forth mind yoga, which makes beautiful sense to me. Now, um, obviously you're no longer in the pain, but it, when we experience such things in life where we have go, we go through excruciating pain and we hear that there's nothing that can be done and we are left to ourselves to figure something out, to do the research, do the work, then mm -hmm. it really leads us on a journey of self-discovery. You said it right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what were some of the first things that you started doing that actually brought you relief during those times of, of torment, I, I want to say. Sure. First, I had to understand what went wrong, what led me to that stage, and what, uh, what started that pain. So for that, I needed to understand my own body and uh, trace back how that pain started and why I got that pain. And for that, I needed to use my mind to connect with myself. Let me ask you a quick question here, April. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, let's consider this as a rapid fire question, okay? Uh, without thinking much, you can show with your hands a number Okay, so this is a question to do with some numbers. I hope you got it already. So the question <laughs> is this, rapid fire, okay? Not even a second of time. You have to quickly say. Okay. Tell, show me how many, let, how many number of letters or alphabets are there in your name. Oh, my gosh. Five, I think. <laughs> a full name, including last name. Oh, ten. 10. Okay, so when I said that, you know what you did? You died. I, I got it mind. wrong, by the way, now that I'm counting. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think there's actually 11. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we are doing this. April's not so great at. 
<laughs> it's okay. Uh, you ask anyone, this is a rapid fire question. You ask anyone this question, they will be shocked. And you know what? They will not look at the camera. They will look somewhere else and they go inside their mind. Yeah. That is your mind. I wanted to introduce yourself, introduce you to your mind. Oh, so I love that. Is... <laughs> so yeah, what we do, we look, we look up, we look around. We're like, oh, wait a minute, I gotta gather that information. I, I say a lot that um, you know the body is a robot controlled by the mind, and that's exactly what we're doing. The body is going and looking for the information. So body is a robot looking for that uh, information in that intangible field in which we exist. So mind is not matter. Mind is not an object, right? Mind is, uh, is an intangible energy field in which we live in. Mm. So in this mind, where can I search and how can I redirect if I can't even see it? How can I redirect it wherever it is uh, spread out or in a particular place connected to my brain? I did not even know where it is. And then I had to use that to connect with my body and the situations that I went through. So that was my first attempt to connect with my own mind. Mm. And when you when you talk about that you you mentioned the situations that i've been through now um when for my research so much of it is when i talk about the the you know our experiences are based on our thoughts and our emotions and our bodies harbor all of that information right all of those experiences those emotional turmoils and then it just keeps replaying and now when we're talking about the mind that is going and looking for that information that's the replay because we're going back and forth over and over and over with this loop system of how we felt and the emotional responses we experienced during whatever uh, experience we had in our life. And until we learn how to shut that off, we're going to keep experiencing the same thing. Now, what I um, am starting to really put together here is, Nalini, because of the area that you were experiencing this tormenting pain, it has something to do with maybe the motherhood or the reproductive, or if we consider all of our, 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 um, the locations in our body, the energy fields, this is really our, our, our grounding area, right? The very earthly part of us, the reproductive part of us. Mm -hmm. So uh, here is a, it's not joke. It's not a joke. It's not funny, but it was, it sounds like that now. At that time, because my pain was at exactly that incision in April, I felt that maybe doctors or some nurse forgot a scissor or a knife inside me. <laughs> that is moving. And that mm. must be causing the pain, right? So I needed them to do some some kind of scan but they wouldn't do a scan on me and I'm like I'm left with something inside I think and you're not taking it out <laughs> okay so it was bad it was it was so bad that I was thinking everything everywhere right uh, so that was the thing um but then uh, finally um 
when i uh, when i got little relief that is when i connected as i said using my mind uh, connected the mind to the body and i traced back as i mentioned and i noticed that okay this is what happened i wasn't taking care of myself i wasn't eating very well and i was popping in painkillers and when i did some google search yes google search helps um to a certain extent and uh, when when i pop in uh, painkillers painkillers peel off the inner layer of our digestive system it is called mucosa layer when that protective layer is peeled off it starts to bleed and it hurts our entire digestive system which is a pipe which starts at mouth and goes all through the pipe is always contracting and relaxing so whenever that is happening uh, wherever the those little scars are they are bleeding and it's hurting and that exactly was the thing which was giving me that excruciating pain and i needed to do some more research as doctors and uh, get the uh, painkiller as well as uh, a pill which will keep the acid from uh, hurting those scarred areas and uh, take care of my digestive digestive system and uh, lifestyle so that is how i was able to get out of that pain but with mind yoga i also understood one thing that you take care of your body your body is healthy and your mind is healthy calm yourself down you're not anxious you will slowly heal it will take some time this body is made of 50 to 100 trillion cells april not one or two billion or million but trillion cells and those cells are made of molecules and it takes time it takes time it cannot happen in a week or in a day or in a snap that's hmm. my journey yeah it definitely takes time because we're so conditioned to something and so we retraining something rebuilding those neurotransmitters it certainly takes time to do so now nalini when we talk about mind yoga could you explain to us a little bit what does that mean to you what does yoga mean to you thank you for asking that uh, i love to explain this yoga is a very popular word april um yeah. worldwide uh, many people know what is yoga but then it is known for body sculpting method or physical exercise yes it is but it's only a small part of real yoga real classic yoga or most part of real part of the real yoga is to do with the mind and that is why i call it yoga for mind and yoga for body for the body or mind body yoga and for me yoga is um, discipline yoga is a self inspired discipline and uh, yoga philosophy which i learned or yoga wisdom that i learned is uh, from uh, patanjali maharishi patanjali saint uh, patanjali from india 
he has compiled 196 statements to talk about and to explain how the mind affects a body and how we need to uh, control the mind, regulate or restrain the mind so that we can conserve the energy and we can uh, be the best or lead a fulfilling life. And just to sum up uh, in one more sentence, uh, this yoga knowledge is complete knowledge which helps us to connect with self and um, attain a um, complete and true happiness, true happiness that we are all looking for. Nalini, when I hear you talk about this and controlling the mind, kind of getting the reins on that, it is it is so pertinent uh, part of the practice. And I love too that you mentioned it's a discipline. And that's exactly like we were talking about how it does take practice. It is a discipline and it is not easy to do. It takes time to sit with yourself to learn how to control the mind because we are very emotional creatures, right? And uh, it's funny, I was just doing this this morning where I was sitting with myself because I felt this very high emotional response to something that I'm, I'm, I'm having go on in my life right now. And it, it takes practice to bring yourselves continuously back to a state of uh, not having expectations or not having that, that high emotional response and to go into the, you know, the ether of um, I am no one, no place, nowhere. And it takes a lot of practice to do that, to not associate yourself with people and things and how it makes you feel. Yeah. Um, I have something um, which you might not expect, uh, April. Um, should we expect anything from others or should we not expect? This question came one day. And, uh, this is what I said to myself. Expect everything from everyone. Expect everything <laughs> from everyone. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Oh, why not? Uh, but we should know one thing. Um, what is actually hurting me? Expecting from someone or is the response which I already anticipated and I did not get, is that, uh, is that lack of, re of response or the disappointment that I have created in my head is that giving me that sadness? And that is when I understood that uh, happiness is in me. It is my responsibility to know what desires I want to fulfill and how I want to fulfill. And as a yogic uh, karma, it is called, uh, yogic karma is you perform the duty you perform the duty, but you don't expect anything from anyone, as you said. You do it because you want to give your best. And uh, you want to do it because that is your true nature, helping mm -hmm. someone. You get that satisfaction and you're giving your best. And if they are not giving the compliment that you are expecting, 
maybe in your uh, back in your head somewhere maybe not it's uh, it's not obvious and evident but then uh, the compliment is not required at all if i'm very happy with myself i'm doing it because it made me happy just by doing it it made me happy yeah absolutely this is an incredible conversation nalini we're going to move into our commercial and when we get back i'm excited to pick this back up and talk more about our feelings and emotions and how the response to those things without expectation, but doing the things that bring you joy really have a massive effect. This is Brain Yoga, stay tuned. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent, or have been in the game for a while. We invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. Welcome back. We're here with Nalini Om. And so Nalini, you have some beautiful insights and wisdom with mind yoga. And I, and again, I just, I love the concept of this. And, you know, I think that the four agreements kind of walking into that really said it beautifully about how to not take anything personally and that everyone is living within their own dream. And it makes it easier when we have this understanding to not take it personally because it's not about us truly. And we are, you know, we're so conditioned to take things personally. And what happens is we harbor that within our bodies and our systems and we become ill because of it, because we concentrate so much on that. And so what we're talking about is to start uh, disciplining yourself to not do that. So let's talk a little bit about your background, Nalini. You have a 
um, biology background. And so how do you bridge the gap between science and spirituality when it comes to mind yoga? That's my favorite part, April. <laughs> so being a biologist, a scientist, I see uh, science and biology and science and biology in a yoga and spirituality and other way also. Um, in order to give the, an example, I'd like to um, take uh, one uh, common uh, characteristic or a common habit, I must say, nowadays. As soon as uh, people get some time break and they want to relax, they're tired, uh, what people are doing is, I believe, that many people are uh, watching reels. Would you agree, April? I think many people are on social media. I would agree. <laughs> They're on social media, reels and shorts, right? It's short videos otherwise. And what happens when we watch these uh, as a daily habit is... Um, we are getting that little dopamine release from our brains. And that dopamine is called satisfaction chemical. And it is also a happiness chemical. It not only gives us satisfaction, but it also gives us um, a happiness. And, uh, and it's quick and easy. And that is why it is called dopamine addiction. You want to go back to it again and again because uh, previously when I did it or previous time when I did it, it gave me satisfaction. So I want to do it again. I want to do it again. This is happening. But then we are not realizing one thing that uh, as we do this continuously, um, what happens to our brains and bodies is that uh, the baseline of uh, dopamine, it keeps increasing. And our brains become numb. And later on, after a month or two months or one year, how many ever number of short videos we watch, there is no satisfaction. And we are thinking that, oh my God, something is wrong with me. I'm not feeling good. I'm not happy. I'm not feeling like to do the work because how much ever I do, there is no return. This is a thankless job. And all these thoughts come up. We are not understanding that we have done this to ourselves. We are not popping in something, but then we are watching something. We are keeping our senses occupied and we are satisfying our brain and we are releasing. We don't even know. We can't even see that we are releasing dopamine and that is happening. And that Maylene, is I, have a, I have a question if I could just interrupt for a moment. But so yeah. could that be said similarly if we were doing something uh, day in and day out that was in a positive light, right? When we start to recondition our mind and we're receiving that dopamine and it's exciting. Now, you mentioned that our brains go numb with it. So tell me, is is can that be said in something that we would say is a positive uh, rein, uh, re, reinfer I'm not saying that right, but in a positive light. Mm -hmm. uh, what you're asking is that is it is it possible that instead of becoming an addiction, actually it is giving you information and happiness, and in a harmless way. So don't you think it's 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 a good thing? Is that what you're saying, April? 
I'm saying because you said you you can go numb with it, and because you're 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 watching something all the time, you're getting that dopamine release, and then eventually we we go numb or used to it. It's it's the same thing all the time, and we but but we keep going after it because we are expecting that dopamine release. But eventually the body's like, yeah, uh, we're done with this. Um, can that be said too with some sort of positive practice also? Exactly. So what I'm saying is realize if you are not feeling very well, if there is any uh, practice that we you need to do in order to connect with yourself and trace back exactly like how I did, trace back and check with yourself are there any lifestyle practices that I could change which will give me natural and true happiness? And that is exactly where yoga comes into picture, right? Yes. So depending on an outside source, which will keep our brains engaged and our senses engaged, right? With, uh, all those animations and music, which is uh, so harmonious for uh, ears as well as eyes, visuals, colorful visuals. Is there anything that I could do that which, I, which will give me true happiness from within? And that is exactly the meaning of or the purpose of yoga. Yoga purpose is to realize self, understand self. Here I would like to add something, April. We don't know self. First mm. thing, we don't know self. Always what searching for self. We don't even know. What is that? Always searching for self. You're searching for self. And I'll introduce that self to you in a minute. We don't have to search because it is within us. It is us. So I'll finish this. Um, so we don't know self. So we do not know how to... Uh, activate this self to experience that true happiness, infinite happiness. Whatever desires we have to satisfy those senses, all those desires, even they even when even when they are fulfilled, we are not going to feel that much happiness when we realize self. Now let me introduce self to you. Ready? I want to ask you a question here. Okay. Take any individual, you, me, any person, okay, any individual. Who knows a person very well? Who would know a person very well? Are you asking me to say, okay, ask me again, because you said take, did you say take any person who knows any, me very well? Uh-huh. It could be either you or me or anyone in the world. Who would know a person very well? Well, I would say ourselves. Exactly. There is something in us from the time we became conscious and until now, there is something in us which knows us very, very well. And that is self. You can call it awareness. You can call it consciousness. You can call it spirit. You can call it soul. Or uh, in Sanskrit, it is called Atma. 
in yoga language it is called purusha and we know that self if we can realize that self and be in connection with that self and uh, experience that self merging with that with the higher self if you believe something higher self or universe which created this entire world i do not want to call he or she and and connect with that higher self cosmic self and the kind of uh, happiness we would experience is more than watching reels all day long <laughs> i like the i like that little laughter giggle in you i see that i feel like you have connected with it for a uh snap of a second mm. <laughs> yes I, you know that that authentic self and and all of those beautiful words that we have for that essence and so so how was what were some of the first experiences you had when you realized you were connected with self i'm connected with self every morning i feel the connection more every morning the moment sleep breaks it, i haven't even opened my eyes i feel that and the way we can experience i can help you do that uh, i'll give you some instructions you could do that right now with me april okay if you like to yeah yeah okay may i ask you to close your eyes i'll tell you when to open your eyes mm -hmm. yeah close your eyes and look at the darkness in your closed eyes behind that eyelid eyelids you see the darkness try to see that don't worry about your breath don't worry about your posture don't worry about your thoughts let them come and go just keep your attention on the darkness behind your eyelids and now try to straighten your posture roll your shoulders up and back and keep your attention on the darkness continue to do that and add to this awareness noticing your breath now notice your breath along with the darkness and take deep inhales inhale deep and exhale i want you to uh, pay attention to your jaw if your jaws are tight clenched then release your jaw lower jaw notice with your mind's attention if your tongue is touching the upper palate then release your tongue and now for a second or 5 seconds how much ever long you want to however long you want to release all these whatever darkness you are noticing release that you don't have to notice your breath either 
Just stay with your awareness. Stay with your awareness. Thoughts come and go. Don't worry about those thoughts. You may come back whenever you wish to. Back. <laughs> okay. I hope that was calming and let me know how it felt. It was great. It is calming. And it's always something that brings you back to the present and grounding. So I, I always appreciate doing those moments. Can you give some practical tips from Mind Yoda Yoga that you use in daily life? I know that this is something that you bring about with your morning routine, but what are some other practical tips that you have? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> yoga is for a practical life and uh, to simplify our life but then sometimes our mind and emotions they become complex let me take uh, emotions here um, if uh, if you want peace abundance and freedom in your life, yoga says this. If you want peace, then send out same vibrations. Uh, there is a saying, right, April? What goes around comes around, right? What we give is what we are going to invite back. And uh, NASA has designed or proposed a shape. It's called Taurus. Taurus looks like a donut. There's a scientific evidence that I'm trying to connect to this statement, what goes around comes around. Mm -hmm. So NASA has done research and has proposed Taurus a design to explain how the shape of the energy in the universe goes. Uh, and it says that whatever goes, the energy travels, it comes back to the same point where it has uh, started from, or that it has traveled from the, well, the point where it has started. So that is how it goes. So uh, if you want peace in your life, if you want to invite peace in your life, then you want to send out the same vibrations. If we are violent and dishonest and um, telling lies, and then we are, and it is hard for universe to bring that back to you. Same thing. If you want to be wealthy, abundant, then uh, we cannot acquire wealth of in a wrong way and say that universe, please, uh, by law of attraction, I ask you. I'm doing these affirmations and working so hard, and I'm saving so much money. Make me rich one day. I don't. I don't think the formula works that way. And the last one. If we want freedom, if we want freedom, then um, uh, and we are possessive, right? We are uh, trying to possess the objects and uh, the people and the, the relationships in life. We want to hold everything and put it to ourselves or keep it with ourselves. We are not giving freedom to the objects and the people around. Then how are we going to invite freedom into our life? So these are some of the principles that I learned, which I learned from in yoga. Yamas and niyamas, they are called. 
the words for the words in Sanskrit are yamas and niyamas, and the, they explain or they taught me how to invite peace, abundance, and wealth by using certain principles in mind yoga. Oh, I just love that. Now, Nalini, when we talk about the the sciences and everything that's happening, you've talked about NASA bringing in that. And so what is some of the things that you are most excited about coming to the forefront right now? Um, I have um, this desire to spread this word about uh, yoga. That yoga is more than physical form. Yoga is also about mind, how to lead this life in a fulfilling way. And I'm sorry, how to lead this life uh, to invite uh, what we want in life, but then uh, following that path in which we are not only keeping our health and mental health, physical health, mental health, and spiritual health. We are taking care of all these fronts and we are going forward and rising high. And for that, I have um, created an app with my audios on Yoga Sutras, which are on a Telegram app. You can contact me. I, I can send you that information on how to subscribe uh, to my Telegram app, Mind Yoga Audios. You can reach me at uh, naliniom.com. There is a place where you can send in your information and also about my new channel, Dr. Yoga Wisdom. On oh, YouTube. that's so exciting. I, I love that. Well, you have brought so much beauty to us in talking about mind yoga, explaining it to us uh, when we didn't know before. So this is great. And again, it's been located on the screen a number of times. And also for those of you listening in, again, www.neliniohm.com. It's also in the description below. Nilini, you've been lovely. Is there anything else you want to share with the audience today? I'd like to give uh, a few things uh, towards the end. Uh, for those people who are emotional, uh, you want to use mind yoga and uh, develop characteristics which will make you resilient and strong. I would like to say use uh, neutral language. Figure out what you're saying. Is, is it too emotional or is it something vulnerable? Is it uh, looking like you're wearing your um, heart on your sleeves and walking? Then uh, learn some neutral language and start using neutral language. I'll give you an example here. Um, a year ago, I read an email uh, from my uh, coworker. She said, I'm so hurt. Nobody in this team responds to my email. And I was wondering, how can I change this language? As an example, instead of saying that I'm hurt, nobody responds, we can say it this way. I appreciate a response from uh, my team members. That's an example. And uh, if you're hurt for some reason, uh, you are self-criticizing yourself, then I would like you to follow a formula, think, Find out what you're saying to yourself. Is it true? Is it helping? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? Is it kind what you're saying to yourself? Think, T-H-I-N-K, think. True, 
helpful, inspiring, necessary, kind. So these are the last two tips that I would like to share with your audience, April. I love your THINK acronym. It is so neat. And it certainly makes us think differently and a little more outside the box. I love that it's necessary. Is it kind? Is it loving towards us? You know, we we so often, again, getting caught up in all of the things that we're so familiar with thinking that it's difficult to bring ourselves out of that. So uh, when we utilize that THINK acronym, it certainly can help bring us back to a, a more loving, compassionate uh, thought process for ourselves. Exactly. Well said. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Nalini. It has been a pleasure having you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. I want to thank you again for being our guest. Thank you for your interest in mind yoga and keep practicing. Happy practice. <laughs> yes. And thank you so much for our audience. Without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to see in the description more about Nalini and mind yoga. Goodbye for now, and we will see you next time.